everybody, Seth here, and here it is, folks. This is it. This is the very last episode of the Lion Letterman podcast, and I want to make sure and touch on a few things that I feel like just need to come out today, uh, both from a thankful standpoint. I mean, it is the day after Thanksgiving, after all, and in this season of being thankful and giving thanks and and reflecting on all the blessings that you have in your life, I, I definitely want to make sure and point out a few uh, individuals, not necessarily by name, uh, but just to talk about some of the efforts that have taken place over the course of the last five years that have made Lion Letterman continue to be something that I think a lot of people turn to and rely upon for news about Gravit Lions Athletics, Gravit as a community, and also as uh, the 4A1 teams and you know throughout the rest of the conference news on them and things like that so I just want to be sure and and let everybody know up front this is the last episode I'm not gonna pull a surprise and come back you know last time uh, when I made the announcement that I was gonna have to shut down Lion Letterman due to my day job commitments and commitments with my family as my children are getting older and things like that and there was just this really large outpouring of support uh, from the community, really from individuals who donated money uh, to be able to help me keep this thing going. Uh, sponsors called and said, hey, you know, we want to make sure this doesn't go away. What do we need to do? And to be quite honest, I put some fairly lofty um, goals up there for them that I needed to reach uh, to be able to keep it open. And they met them. And uh, I was, I'm was i extremely grateful for that. I will not forget those those um, those folks who stepped up and these are the people that I was alluding to just a second ago. So if you are someone who made a private donation, either from yourself as an individual or from your family over the course of the last five years, I cannot thank you enough for your belief in what I have brought to you through this platform. Uh, those of you who did so in the spring, you helped me to, to pay for the subscription for the service that brought the audio live stream of the baseball and softball games. You also helped me pay uh, Carson Paulrus and Ethan uh, McKenzie. And I believe even my brother Sheldon did some games last year as well. You helped me be able to provide them with some incentive to want to go and spend two to three hours of their afternoons sitting down and bringing you the audio for folks to listen to all over the country. And really, there were a few times where it showed that it was being listened to in other countries, uh, whether that was someone who actually had a uh, an interest in Gravit Athletics or if it was just someone who was just scrolling through the service and found it and thought, hey, I want to see what this is all about. It doesn't matter. You were able, your, your donations and your generosity helped us do that in the spring. If you're someone who's listening and you've owned a business over the, you know, over the course of the last five years and you've sponsored a Lion Letterman effort, whether that's a football season, basketball season, a spring sports season, a month, uh, uh, the live stream, all of that. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, for just being there when I needed you the most, because there were times when the account balance <laughs> with what I had to bring you guys all of this stuff uh, was getting pretty low. And it seemed like every time when I would get to those points and it's like, dad gum, I'm going to have to stop, start dipping into my own, my own personal accounts, which I had to do several times uh, to keep these things going. Um, it, it seemed like folks were just there, you know, ready to, to open up their pocketbooks and help this continue. So thank you again. If you're listening, you know who you are. I, I'm eternally grateful for that. And, and if it was not for if it were not for you, 
I would not have been able to continue to do this, which it's been, again, a labor of love for me uh, to bring you Lion Letterman and to be able to give the young men and women that are a part of Gravit High School Athletics uh, a platform and a chance to have their names be seen in print and to be heard on a podcast and for their play to be seen on live streams. And I also want to make sure and thank all of the coaches, past and present, at Gravit High School that have made this effort very, I guess, seamless, really. Um, they're, they're, they have, mo- for the most part, been open uh, to helping me with statistics, with upcoming events, with rosters, with scheduling, uh, joining me for interviews, answering late night texts, answering these emails that I would send with questions and things like that, that I could, so I could put together articles. And they did that not because they like me, but they did it because they wanted their kids to have that recognition that they know that they work so hard to deserve. So thanks again uh, to all the coaches that have helped make this a success as well. And again, you know, thank you to those of you who have just been loyal, have been fans, who have listened. Thank you to those of you who have reached out since I've made this most recent announcement and said that this was going to be the last month for Lion Letterman ever. I've had folks reach out and say, Seth, what do we need to do to help you keep this going? And and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, but as I told each of you, it's just time. The time is right. And I don't want to uh, be known as, you know, the boy who cried wolf when I say that I'm shutting something down and I'm like, hey, nope, I I had some folks step up. We're doing it again. I don't want people to think that that was my intention or my motivation because it was not. But thank you so much uh, just for the sentiment uh, and just caring enough to reach out. And lastly, I think if I said lastly earlier, I'm going to say it now. This is this is really the it. Thanks again to Mr. Ian Galloway at Gravit High School and his efforts with Gravit High School TV and to all of the kids who helped uh, with the production of that over the course of the last several years. It was an idea that that I had to kind of partner, and then Mr. Galloway ran with it. He didn't hesitate. He was a joy to work with. He cares about that production. He cares about that class, and I hope that as that effort grows, that the community and the school district will help him make that as good of a production, as good of an opportunity for the students at Gravit as they possibly can. And by that, I mean, if there's a way to, to channel some funds into that GHS TV program so that he can focus a little bit more on that, I hope that it, that takes place. So if you're a school board member and you're listening and you know that there's a way to make that happen, I, I, I hope that you do that because there are some students who have gone through that program that I know uh, they look forward to it. They do a great job at it. And I think that they would have an opportunity to see a career pathway that they may not otherwise have an opportunity to experience uh, while they are in high school. And as someone who has a journalism undergraduate degree, I wish that that would have been around when I was in high school. I would have spent when I was not, had I not been, you know, a, uh, a four sport athlete, I would have been, my spare time would have been spent covering sports, covering, writing articles, you know, doing podcasts that didn't exist back then. But anything like that, if I were a student now at Gravit High School, you can bet your buttons that I would take full advantage of it. And so thank you, Mr. Galloway. I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but if you're someone who does and you know Mr. Galloway or you see him, hey, let him know. I've sent him some texts, I've talked to him on the phone. Thanks again for your for your dedication to that program and doing so with very little resources. So let's get into this last episode of the podcast and talk a bit more about a few topics that I really want to touch on. 
This, this is the Lion Letterman Podcast, your home for Grab It Lion Sports Talk. And now, here's your host, Seth McKenzie. All right. That intro, by the way, I want to make sure and point this out one more time. My intro and the conclusion audio when it, when it goes out, the lead out, uh, those were all recorded and produced by my really good friend, Tim Timmerman. If you're someone who's been around Northwest Arkansas very long, you know and probably remember uh, Tim and Jeff in the morning that was on Power 105.7. Tim and I have been really good friends now for about 15, 16 years. And when I was really putting this together for the first time, I really had no idea how to do a podcast. And Tim was very helpful just from a radio slash production uh, standpoint and putting me in touch with folks who have had successful podcasts and they let me ask them a ton of questions. And Tim uh, obviously put together some really great and very professional introduction audio pieces for me. And over the course of the last few years, some of the pieces that you've heard, uh, Tim, Tim was the one that produced them. So again, it, when people say, Hey, you do a great job with this podcast, it's, it sounds really professional and we appreciate the effort that you put into it. I, it wouldn't be as professional had it not been for Tim. So Tim, I, I, I don't know if you're listening, buddy, but thanks. So on this last episode, there were a few things that I, I said that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and there are a few things that I want to touch on, uh, really just to, um, you know, kind of reiterate what we talked about last week and, or I guess not last week, but earlier this week in episode one, part one of the LL farewell. So I got a message from the president of the Bentonville wrestling club. And I believe that they have been active in trying to get, uh, wrestling to Gravit high school wrestling added. Uh, he sent a very, uh, very nice, very appreciative message to me about the last podcast and he says that he has been working hard uh, with a proposal that includes itemized costs for how to start up a wrestling program, how to fundraise, how to get student athletes interested in, in some of the benefits that the sport provides. Um, I want to make sure and point out that this is, this is kind of what is important to me, all right? And this is kind of what I want to touch on today as we lead into this last episode. Something that he said that sticks out. And I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but something that he said that sticks out to me is this. We currently have about a dozen kids in the youth program, which is the Bentonville wrestling club, or I want to make sure I say it right. Yeah. Bentonville wrestling club. There are about a dozen kids in the Bentonville wrestling club program that are in the Gravit school district. And he says that number is likely to grow and it's probably going to grow because wrestling is gaining momentum in Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas in general. Right? So there is a Facebook page that they have started I believe it's called Bring Wrestling to Gravit. So if you're someone who has an interest in being involved in any way, shape, or form for bringing wrestling to Gravit High School, I suggest that you go to that Facebook page and you like it. You follow it. Bring Wrestling to Gravit. And even if you don't like it or follow it and you've got questions, I would assume that they want you to go on there and they'll send them a message on there or post on the wall and I say, hey, I've got questions about how I can help you bring wrestling to Gravit. Or, hey, I have questions about all the benefits of wrestling. If I want to put my son or my daughter into a wrestling program, what, what do I need to know? So go like their page, right? If you know me at all, you know that I'm all about opportunities and the more opportunities that are out there, the better. And I want to go back to his statement here, right? I want to go back to this little phrase because it applies not only to wrestling, but it applies to other, other potential sports as well. And not just potential sports, but sports that are already in place at Gravit. Here's what I want to go back to. We are currently 
We currently have about a dozen kids in our youth program that are in the Gravit School District, and that number is likely to grow. I want you to think about that for a second. So if I am a parent of a student at the Gravit School District, a student who is involved in the Bentonville Youth Wrestling Program, right? So I don't have, there's no future for my student, to my, for my child to continue to compete in wrestling once he or she gets into those junior high, high school grades for wrestling. There's no opportunity to grab it. What if my kid really, really loves to wrestle and wants to compete for his or her school? What am I supposed to do? Well, people are like, well, you know, Seth, school is not all about sports, right? You should not pick a school based on athletic programs. Why not? What if I want to go to a school that has a good academic performance record, but also has a great athletic offering? What if I want to do that? It doesn't really matter what you think is best, how I should think. What matters is me trying to do what's best for my student, for my kid, for my child. You get one shot at an education for your kiddo, right? One shot. And I know that people, hey, look, I I feel like I got a great education at Gravit. I mean, I was there from sixth grade through 12th grade. Uh, My brother Sheldon was there from... I think second grade through 12th grade and Ethan went K through 12. I love the Gravit school district. I taught in the Gravit school district. It's a great place. Don't get me wrong. But what if you look at some things and you think, oh, well maybe, you know, maybe we're kind of falling behind a few things. Maybe there's some things that we can do better. I don't know. What, what are some of those things? And before you start ripping on me, my mom teaches in the district. My, my brother teaches in the district. My dad is the school resource officer at the high school. Gravit's a great place. Don't get me wrong. I don't want you to get that twisted. There are so many great things that happen at Gravit as a school district and as a town. If there weren't, I wouldn't still be doing this. But I want you to think that people are going to start making decisions as to whether or not their students either enroll for the, in the first place at Gravit or if they take them elsewhere to have an opportunity to compete in programs that Gravit either doesn't offer or refuses to offer or both. And people who say, well, wrestling will kill football. No, it won't. Go to Missouri. Go to Oklahoma and talk to the football coaches in those states that have wrestling at their schools and ask them about it. I mean, sure, you're going to find a couple people who don't like wrestling, but that's they're, whatever. They're stupid. But it doesn't take away from the sports that are there. And the interest level, what if a kid doesn't want to play any of the sports that Gravit offers? Football, basketball, baseball, track. Nah, it's a boy, for example. Golf. They don't want to play. They don't want to play any of those. You put wrestling in there, suddenly they become a more involved person in the district and the things that the district has. And maybe, just maybe, being involved in a program lets them, makes them, shifts them into being a more productive citizen in the Gravit School District. Maybe they uh, go from being someone who creates all kinds of havoc in a classroom to someone who knows if they go and they get in trouble all the time, they're not going to be able to wrestle. Ever thought about that? What about soccer? Same thing. And again, the facilities are already in the district for these types of programs to be added. It just takes someone saying, hey, you know what? Okay. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of things that need to take place, right? There's funding things like that. But I promise you, 
You find people who are motivated to have things added for their children, and they will work their tails off to make sure that it takes place, that it happens, that it becomes a reality. And by that, I mean this. What's the one thing when I go out? So I, what I do for a living is I am the director of school development for an education nonprofit. I go out and I set up different types of school models all over the country. I talk to school district leadership in states everywhere. And when I talk to them about these plans and these models and they're super excited and they're like, wow, I really want to know how this can take place. You know what the number one thing that they ask me is? How much will it cost? So let's just, you know, address the elephant in the room. It's all about money. We understand that. So what I'm saying is, is if you've got these sports and you've got these parents who care enough about getting a program started for their child or their children, they will take care of that piece at the beginning. Let them do it. That's just my take on it. I know there's a few other pieces involved. I know there's insurance that has to take place or you know, insurance policies and the district's premiums. And, and I, I get all that. I mean, I don't understand it in and inside and out, but I know that it's something you got to deal with. But let's, let's just take that step and see what happens, right? The other thing I want to talk about, it's really kind of on the same side of this coin, is the focus and attention that a district like Gravit pues on the, and I'm, and I'm using air quotes that you can't see, secondary sports. I don't think anybody would deny that Gravit is a football, basketball, town, school type of situation, right? I mean, football uh, has a pretty high cost associated with it. The equipment that, that is necessary and needed, it costs money. Helmets are expensive. Shoulder pads are expensive. Uh, you've got to take care of uh, the playing surface because Gravit has natural grass. Uh, the travel costs included in it. I know the Booster Club helps out quite a bit with that type of thing as well. And then basketball, you've got, um, you know, two teams, uh, varsity that travel and they play a lot of games. I mean, think about this. The Gravit High School boys team is headed to Oklahoma City right now to play in uh, at the, the arena where the Oklahoma City Thunder play. I mean, that's not that's not cheap, right? I mean, you got to you got to have gas to get there. You got to feed the players. I know things like that add up, but let's talk about baseball and softball and, and volleyball I'll throw that in there and track and field and golf what there's a lot of kids out there now when I was growing up there weren't very many people who just played baseball or just played golf we all played a lot of different sports as gravit has grown and the student base has gotten bigger obviously there are more students out there who play just baseball or girls who just play softball right so just we just have to make sure that as a town and as a district and, and as an athletic program, as things continue to grow and, and as kiddos get in there and they're more focused on maybe one particular sport that may not be football or basketball, that they're afforded the same opportunities and the same chances and that the, the money that's, that's spent on equipment and things like that is at least in some way, shape or form, similar, equivalent, whatever. Meaning if there's a specialized piece of equipment that may be needed for track and field that, that the district figures out a way or the booster club figures out a way or the community figures out a way to get that taken care of for that particular student athlete. But here's, here's why. Those parents are going to take their kids other places. They just are. I've already heard several people talking about that. There are already people who are saying that, 
you know, well, my kid is really good at this. And if they get into high school, they don't have an opportunity to do that at Gravit. Or if they get into high school, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, attention paid to that particular sport or that particular event. I'm going to take them somewhere else. I'm already looking at it. And they're already, they're always heartbroken to tell me that, but man, I get it. You got to do what's best for your kids. I mean, when people say, well, the odds of getting a college scholarship are pretty slim. Yeah, you're right. I understand that. But I also want you to know that if you want to compete somewhere in a sport and you're decent at all, you're probably going to find a place to land. It might not just be, you know, like Arkansas or Texas or place or UCA even places like that. Right. Those are all D1 schools. But you've, you might have a place to go, but you got to be given the opportunity to hone your skills and get better. So I just want folks to understand that there are kids out there who put more emphasis on those secondary sports than they do on the ones that you might watch more, right? So there might be a kid out there who wants you to understand that he wants an opportunity to practice his pole vault and to have just as much opportunity to succeed at his pole vault as he does when he goes out and practices football during the summer and the fall. That's all, right? Make sure that you are keeping that in focus because it's important. And again, I can't stress this enough. People will start choosing to move elsewhere if they haven't already when you start to look at what Gravit offers and what they don't in relation to other towns, right? That's just the way that things go. And people, whether you want to admit it or not, make big decisions on where they're going to move and where they're going to enroll their kids based on facilities, based on sports offerings, and based on athletic successes. I mean, I think about, for example, um, you know, 10, 10 years ago or so, Bentonville had one high school that was extremely massive, and kids were good athletes in certain sports, but they felt like they were getting lost in the shuffle because they had to compete with so many other kids to even make the teams. And so guess where a lot of them came? We had quite a few kids come over from Bentonville back in the day that were really good players for us. They school choice or maybe even made a move, physical move. There were a couple who did it from Decatur back in the day too because Decatur, you know, just started kind of falling down and going off the map a little bit athletically and academically. You've seen it happen and it's benefited Gravit, right? And now we, ha- we don't see it as much, which is not necessarily the fault of the Gravit School District, I had a conversation a few months ago with someone who pointed out to me something that I'd never thought of, and I think that they're 100% correct. When Bentonville built Bentonville West, right on the farthest western edge of Bentonville's district, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Bentonville West's football field, but if you stood on top of their press box, you can see the Gravit School District. One of my really great friends, longtime friend, lives in Hiawassee, and, and he can hear he can hear the... West banned when they have games at home on Friday nights. Now, think about since they've built that, right? And there's a little, there's more opportunity now for kids in Bentonville School District, right? There's more chances for them. They don't have to beat out quite as big a pool of kids to make teams. They're not coming over. The athletes aren't. They're not coming over to grab it. What would have happened if Bentonville wouldn't have built Bentonville West and they would have built Bentonville East? right on the edge of the Pea Ridge District. I think, and this is what my friend pointed out to me several months ago that I just talked about a second ago, I think if you would have seen some, some different 
futures. Maybe Gravit is sitting kind of where P. Ridge has been lately with sports. I mean, P. Ridge has exploded in their overall athletic program successes. Lots of people moving in there. Lots of people deciding that's where they want their kid to go. Now, I know a lot of the kids, like, for example, I think, you know, my, I, I mentioned him before, the quarterback for P. Ridge that comes to my youth group at church, great kid. I, I think he's been kindergarten through 12th grade at P. Ridge, and they've had a lot of those kids too. I get it. But in a town the size of P. Ridge, in a town the size of Gravit, a lot of times those kids that have been there kindergarten through 12th, I mean, you can win some games with them. But to get to the next level, you got to have a lot of kids coming in and saying, hey, this is I want to be a part of this. So, again, I want to make sure and point out, the reason I say that is because I know that a lot of the things that have taken place are not, I don't want to say that, oh, well, Gravit as a school district has not had good vision. That's not what I'm saying. It's not all that. I mean, think about that. Bentonville East versus Bentonville West, that, that, that probably would have made a little bit of a difference. And that's an interesting thing to think about, right? So, as Gravit continues to grow, because it's going to, you know, I, we drove to my parents yesterday in Gravit for Thanksgiving, and we drove through the bypass and all the signs that said, you know, construction finished June 2020, which we all know, haha, that's laughable. You know, it won't be done by then. But that bypass is going to be done. It's going to be finished, and it's going to create growth. I mean, it already kind of has. You've seen it, right? But when that thing is done, I think you're going to see some explosion. You're going to see some folks coming out farther west. Benville has nowhere else to go. Centerton has nowhere else to go. Once it once it moves another couple miles to the west, it's in Gravit School District. So I hope we're ready. I hope folks are ready because it's going to come. And the things that have kept Gravit small and the things that have kept Gravit, you know, tiny really in relation to the rest of Northwest Arkansas, right? A lot of different things have, you know, Prairie Grove's grown, Farmington's grown, Pea Ridge, Elkins, all those. And Gravit's just kind of, it's, it's been slower, right? It's been a slower growth pattern. It, it, those things are going to change. And looking and saying, well, we've done this that way since I was in high school in 1975. I mean, there are certain qualities and characteristics and values that never need to change, right? I, you, you are talking to someone who believes in standards, right? Believes in standards. But standards and goals are different things. So you've got to have your standards, which never change, but your goals can change. And I'm all for that. So I hope that the leadership in the town and the leadership on the school board and the leadership in the booster club and the leadership at the school district and all the way down, I hope that they understand that. You can keep those standards. You can keep those values. But some of the goals have to change a little bit. You've got to shift them around and, and make them appropriate to the changes that are coming and how those goals best benefit your town and your school district. And I, I think people will do that. So looking at that, right, the growth is coming. The change is coming. I just, I know, you know, the new basketball arena drove by it yesterday. It looks massive. So Gravit's got the facilities. They're coming. There's things that, you know, I talked about on the episode one of the farewell that I think need to change in terms of facilities. Maybe, and, I, and remember, if you're listening, I didn't even, if you listened, I didn't say anything about building new facilities, just maybe modifying what's already there, right? 
that kind of thing, save some money. But anyway, so on this last episode, I wanted to be sure and point out to anyone who's listening who is a younger person, maybe a current student, maybe a uh, student athlete, maybe just a student. I want to be sure that you understand that just because you grow up in a small town and just because as you continue to go out in the world and you tell people that your hometown is Gravit, Arkansas, and they say, where in the world is that? And you have to explain it to them. You have to show them on your hand. Well, if this is Arkansas, Gravit's right here. And you point up, you know, to the top part of your finger, just because that's the case doesn't mean that Gravit loses its significance, right? I mean, I get it. There's a lot of people who grew up in Gravit who hated it. They don't ever want to go back and they haven't. I understand that. But I hope that the young people listening understand that your hometown always needs you in some way, shape, or form. Whether that's just paying attention to what's going on, whether that's uh, you know donating to uh, a program, whether that's the journalism program, the drama department, the, the booster club, writing a check to the girls' basketball program, whatever that might be, stay involved. Stay connected in some way, shape, or form. And, and I'm like, I, I get it, folks. Like, I don't know if I would be as connected if I had not come back and taught and coached in the district, if my parents didn't live right behind the high school, if my brother and his wife and daughters didn't live right there in town and still work at the school, right? So, so I have the luxury of still having my family there, still having loved ones there. I get it. I don't live that far away either. But your hometown never stops needing you. So I want you to just kind of make, make a little goal in your head right now that you will always have some sort of connection to Gravit, whatever that might be. And I think it's been great. One of the things that I think Lion Letterman has done maybe the best is keep people connected to Gravit. Because there's folks all over the world, you know, people who... Who, who care, they may not have known that they cared as much until the information was just made available. And in the age of social media and in the age of the internet and podcasts and things like that, you can keep people informed from great distances. And if you're someone who is blessed with, you know, different things, like maybe uh, maybe you, you, you go out and you get a great job and it, you make more money than you've ever thought possible, and you want to figure out a way you can give back, 100 bucks means a big deal sometimes to the drama program. It might mean the difference in you know, being able to go out and buy some materials for the set for the spring play or not, that kind of thing. Or if you own your own business, you know, look for ways to sponsor different things. Look for ways to give back. Look for ways to donate to the Booster Club. Look for ways to be uh, active in different community events. I just want you to know that once you graduate high school and you walk across that stage and you walk out uh, of the stadium or of the auditorium or of the gym or wherever it is that you might graduate from Gravit High School, that doesn't mean that your relationship with the school has to stop there or the relationship with the town. And I'm not saying you got to live there. I don't live there. I haven't lived there since I've been married. But I'm saying I, I, I just, I ask you, to keep a connection. And just because I'm closing up Lion Letterman does not mean that you're never going to see me at games. 
You're never going to see me care about what happens again. You know, like I'm going to tell you right now, I'm fired up for basketball season. I'm fired up for baseball and softball season. I'm ready to see what happens. And I'm never going to not care about the orange and black. I'm just not. I just, I just can't, you can't get it out of me. And, and I'm fine with that. And I told you a long time ago that someone asked me one time, why do you care so much about Gravit Sports? And I, my response to them was, I don't know why you don't. This was somebody who had played and had success and had kids at school at the time, and then they, had, they moved away. I just, I just don't understand how you can just write things off that easily. And again, maybe I'll understand one day. Maybe I'll know in five or six years when my kids start getting involved in their school sports and we still happen to live over here uh, in the Bentonville School District. Maybe I'll know. And then maybe, you know, I'll, I'll be able to say, hey, I, I understand, I get it. But for now, you know, I, I just, there's not going to be any end in sight to my loyalty and my devotion to all things Gravit Lions. So just if you're listening, and even if you're an adult, then you're listening, I, I just want you to understand and know that that's where I'm coming from on this. When I looked back and I said, why did I start Lion Letterman in the first place? And I told you this, I think, on part one. When they merged all the newspapers and the reporters were getting uh, laid off, and, and I, just, I just knew there wasn't going to be any coverage, and it really just it really hurt me inside. And I thought, you know, i got to do something. I've got to figure out a way to make things better. And, and this was my answer. And as I've said before, it grew and has grown into something that I never could have imagined. The podcast, the website, the social media pages, the YouTube channel, the live streaming. I mean, I had guests on my podcast, guys, that are, are fairly big deals in the, in the world of Northwest Arkansas sports. Bobby Swafford always joined and had great insight uh, from KFSM. Chip Souza has joined on several occasions to talk about you know, high school football. And a lot of the things that I brought to you were through you know, text message conversations with other coaches in the leagues and other reporters throughout the state. And it's just everyone, when you, when you find out, when people find out that you care and find out that you have good intentions, they'll open up to you. And they'll tell you. They'll tell you things that benefit bringing others useful information. So I hope that you have enjoyed following Lion Letterman as much as I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And I hope that someone maybe will pick up the torch in some way, shape, or form and be able to bring you the information that you've come to expect from Lion Letterman about Gravit Sports. Maybe it's uh, one of the school district's um, uh, social media accounts can bring you more information. Maybe uh, Mr. Galloway and GHS TV can start maybe picking up some of the slack. I know they did They did a good job with some of the news uh, pieces this year and some of the coaches show pieces this year and the live streaming. Maybe. I have, I have a lot of hope. And I hope that you have not taken everything that I've said in the last couple of episodes as I'm super down on the future of Gravit as a, as a school, as a community, and as an athletic program, because that's not the case. I know Gravit's not going to be down. Uh, you know, football has made the playoffs this year. They were 1-9 last year. They're not, they're not going to stay down. They're not going to stay uh, someone who is 40 to 50 points below the better teams in the conference. It's not going to happen, right? Basketball is going to qualify for some state tournaments. Softball is going to make it back again. Baseball is going to rise again. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. 
In a town the size of Gravit, things are very cyclical. We've talked about that before. Talent runs in these waves. There's just not, you know, 500 boys in every class like they are at some of the bigger schools. And, you know, they just uh, odds are better that you're going to find kids that are pretty good at playing these sports. Gravit's still a small town. It's still a small school. Those things happen. But I don't want you to think that I'm down on the Lions or the Lady Lions because that's not the truth. That's not the case. And I don't care what anybody says. So I just want to make sure and point out also that this never would have happened for the month of November without my sponsor, Arvis Bank and Gravit. I, w- I was ready to shut things down October the 31st. I hadn't said anything to anybody yet, but I was having a hard time finding a November sponsor for whatever reason. You know, I told you I took a new approach to sponsorships this year where I just kind of put out a call saying, hey, I would like for folks to sponsor in this way. Uh, you'll get a whole month. You'll get everything taken care of. It'll be you and only you for that entire month on everything. And I had to go out and find another sponsor. Nobody, nobody reached out. Nobody asked. And if it had not been for Mr. Jim Singleton, the bank, the branch president there at Arvest Bank and Gravit, the month of November would not have existed for Lion Letterman. It would have all ended on Halloween. So thanks again to Arvest Bank and Gravit. Make sure if you're someone who has banking needs that you check them out. Uh, couldn't thank him enough for that uh, being there for me in this month. And so that's it. This is it. This is the last uh, the last few minutes of uh, the life of the Lion Letterman podcast. It's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun to be able to sit down and just talk about Gravit Sports, about the kids, about the coaches, and give folks an opportunity to have their names heard and have their their accomplishments recognized. That's that's that was the sole purpose of all of this, uh, but unfortunately, uh, just like anything that you try to do, things cost money, and being able to continue to pay for the service that hosts my sound, the audio uh, that I have here that you're listening to, I mean that costs money. Uh, the equipment that I have to continue to upkeep, it costs money. Um, you know, being able to bring you the games on the live stream, it costs money, right? And everyone was always like, "Well, I don't understand." You know, why you need sponsors for that? YouTube's free. Well, yeah, YouTube is free. But, you know, when, you, when you've got to pay the school district uh, to, uh, to, to have the, the, I guess, the rights to live stream the games, you know, sometimes it kind of canceled it out. Didn't really, it wasn't really worth the effort. And, again, like I mentioned earlier, you know, when, you're, when your biggest sponsor that had committed to sponsoring for the year and I had budgeted everything out and... And I thought, hey, I can do this. You know, I can do this for the next year and everything will be fine. And uh, had a commitment from him, sent him an invoice and then didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And then was told that someone raised a stink and said that, you know, I didn't do a very good job of uh, covering them and, and I guess doing something for some other sports or whatever. And I offered to be able to go out and to kind of explain my position. And uh, they said, well, if you're not doing the live stream, then there's no sense in us sponsoring you. Well, Basically, if I was doing the live stream, I would have had to take every dollar that group gave me and turn it straight over to GHS TV. So I thought, well, why don't they just give that money then to GHS TV? Well, I found out from GHS TV that said organization didn't give them any money for their live stream either. So I'm not sure exactly what was going on, but that's just the way that it goes. And so Without the continued sponsorships and without the, uh, the revenue stream, this just didn't make sense to continue to take the time. So, again, here's to alma mater, faithful and true. Here's to our banner, black and orange too. 
I hope that you've enjoyed this ride as much as I have. Go Lions forever. We'll talk to you soon, and I'll see you at some games. You've been listening to the Lion Letterman Podcast with your host, Seth McKenzie. Connect on Facebook. Search Lion Letterman. (laughs) 